You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Looking for players who will shock the world and help you win your league in 2022? We've got some candidates on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here on the Thursday, August 25th episode here with Heath Cummings, who has some potential league winning targets for you to look for in your drafts this season. And Heath, I want to start off with just a simple question. When I ask you for league winning targets, what does that make you think of? Are you thinking of a late round guy who's going to become a starter? Are you thinking about, you know, solid players like Cooper Cup who make the leap to superstardom? What does it make you think of? I think of solid players who make the leap to superstardom. I think of guys that might be, I mean, it could be around three or four or five pick, but maybe just a little bit later than that to perform like first round picks. You know, I'm going to go even further and say like, if Christian McCaffrey has another season like 2019, there's a pretty good chance you're going to win your league. So even that could qualify, but you know, that's kind of a yeah. boring choice, I suppose. The number two overall pick being a league winner. So why don't you give us your first, you know, maybe early to mid-round uh, league winning option? Well, I mean, I don't know in, in the listeners' drafts where he's going to go, but Jalen Hurts is a round five, round six pick being drafted somewhere between QB six and QB eight, depending on the site you're on. And I wrote the night that they traded for A.J. Brown that that trade gave him QB one upside. He's been phenomenal in camp according to all reports he looked amazing in the only preseason action we saw he has a true number one wide receiver a very good number two wide receiver and one of the top six or seven tight ends in fantasy and oh yeah he's probably going to run for 800 yards as well he could be qb1 this year and it's not far-fetched yeah i'm the i'm the guy who who wrote the piece in our fantasy football magazine arguing that this is the 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 year of the early round qb or or maybe it's more Precise to say that late waiting for QB isn't necessarily the ideal option like it used to be. So I'm right there with you. Jalen Hurts has that, you know, 27 to 30 fantasy point per game upside in your six point per passing touchdown leagues because he could be a very good passer who also obviously is one of the best runners in the NFL at the position. And that's what you're looking for when you're looking for a league winning upside at QB. Atira, another league winning potential option for you. I'm, I'm going to go, this is an, an interesting one, and I might do it for both of my next two, but I'm going to go with a, uh, a kind of a split season choice. And okay. that would be J.K. Dobbins. Um, I've seen a lot of arguing on Twitter about Dobbins and whether he's going to be a bust because of his ACL or whether he's going to be a league winner because he's falling into round five, round six, round seven in some drafts. Because pe- it does feel like people are more scared of ACLs this year than what I remember the past two seasons. I think it's Odell um, Beckham's fault. It very well, or maybe it's Saquon Barkley's fault. It, it could be that as well. But like this Ravens team had a stretch last year where they were giving Devontae Freeman 14 <laughs> carries and four and a half targets per game. If you give J.K. Dobbins that type of workload with Lamar Jackson, the threat of Lamar Jackson next to him, he could have a Nick Chubb or better type season from a sixth round draft pick he could be a top 10 running back even in full ppr yeah i i think the expectation and this might even be a a bit of an optimistic expectation but i think you're hoping for something like what damian harris did last season you know a lot of touchdowns 
not as many yards as you would think from someone who's in such a good rushing offense, just because they are going to split those carries. But with Gus Edwards, we know he's on the pup list. He's out for the first four games of the season. It's entirely possible if J.K. Dobbins is more ready for week one than we think, he could be someone who you know really takes off early and, and never lets up. Let's get one more league-winning potential player from you, Heath. Um, I'm just going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to stick with the ACLs. I'm the defender of the ACLs. We got an email today. Somebody asking, why do you guys rank Chris Godwin ahead of Mike Evans? Cause a couple of us do. And I said, basically it's just cause we're not as scared of Chris Godwin's ACL apparently as everyone else is because Chris Godwin was a point better than Mike Evans on a per game basis last year. He was a half a point better than Mike Evans the year before. And this was with Mike Evans scoring touchdowns at a rate that we just do not see players score touchdowns. Mm -hmm. uh, he's been like a 13% touchdown rate the past two seasons, him and Adam Thielen. If Chris Godwin gets back to 100%, even like week three or week four, gets the same target share that he's had in the past, but has an even distribution of touchdowns with Mike Evans, then we're looking at Chris Godwin possibly being the number one wide receiver for the last 12 weeks of the season. Yeah, I mean, we've seen a stretch like that from Chris Godwin before that last season with Jameis Winston, where he was, I think, wide receiver two in points per game. So we know he has that kind of upside. The only thing that worries me is, he did suffer that injury at the end of January or the beginning of January. He didn't have surgery until like the end of January. The average, the median time return to play for wide receivers from ACL injuries is like right around 10 and a half months, like 10 to 11 months. So even if he's ready for week one, it just does concern me that like I make the Odell Beck comp, you know, kind of jokingly, I think he's a better player than Odell Beckham, but you know, Odell Beckham wasn't ready to play until week three, and he had the, the surgery a month ahead of schedule in terms of where it was relative to the start of the NFL season. So I just – I do worry that it could take Chris Godwin a little while to get going, even if he is cleared for week one, which it sounds like he might be. But, no, I mean, the upside's clear. It's the highest volume passing offense in the league. He's the number one target in that offense. I I do have Mike Evans ranked higher, I will admit. I, I do and, think and it's I think one of those situations – yeah. Um, I, I would say if we were ranking for week five on, we should all have Chris Godwin ranked higher. But if but I think there's probably be a fair. big difference um, the first four weeks of the season, although Evans is three years older and has been battling a hamstring injury all throughout training camp. So we'll find out. Yeah, he is back at practice this week. So that's yeah. the good sign. It doesn't sound like it's going to bother him in week one. So I'll stick with Mike Evans, but I think it's a reasonable case. And that's going to do it for Fantasy Football Today in 5. Before we go, though, I want to remind you about the FFT Draft-A-Thon coming August 31st at 6 p.m. on CBS Sports HQ. And we'll be switching over to the YouTube channel that you can watch this show on at 8 p.m. on August 31st as well. We're raising money for a great cause. And the link to our St. Jude donation page is in the podcast description. Or you can use the QR code in this YouTube channel where you can bet on pre-draft calls with our experts, spot in the FFT Podcast League. Guest spot on Fantasy Football Today and more. So we'll see you next time on Fantasy Football Today and coming.